by split decision. Good day, ladies and gents. Welcome to episode 15 of Split Decision Podcast. We're doing this on a Wednesday night this time, midweek. Having it large. Matthew Clark, how are you? All good, man. How are you? Yeah, all good. Thanks, mate. So, uh, I doubt you've been up to much since we last spoke on Sunday, have you? No, mate. I've got this cold I just can't shake off. Well, that's fine, well, got the sniffles. I had uh, I started last week after the Tottenham game, innit, when I uh, had a few beers. I woke up with a cold and I've... Just going through the standard stages of the cold. <laughs> Initially, with your eyes boring, and then uh, your tickly throat, and then you're uh, sneezing, and now I'm at the old uh, just bunged up stage. The latter stages, but uh, all in all, like apart it. from that, I'm all right, mate. I've got a lemon and ginger green tea here, so uh, if oh. you hear me slurping, that's what it is. Bless you. My heart bleeds for you. I know. I'm a soldier. <laughs> what a soldier. <laughs> what, have you, uh, but, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, Ah, oh, nothing, mate. No, nothing. No, no. ain't been long enough, has it? No, no. But uh, managed to get the fights in. What have you been up to? Yeah, yeah, nothing, mate. Just getting through the week. Watched the fights last night. Getting through the week. That's the way it's uh, <sighs> the working life. That it's is it. That slog, is it. But yeah, good fights. It's a shame it was on a Sunday. I put my alarm to wake up at three thirty, and it come on the alarm. It's like, nah, that's not happening. I just looked at it and went back to sleep. It was just. That's too much commitment for me. Sunday night, get up at 3.30, watch the fight. Yeah, I don't blame you. Don't I avoided you. the results all day Monday, but um, I was hoping the fights would land on the BT app. But, uh, instead, I was greeted by headlines of what happened in the main event, so never mind. Well, that was the thing, really. Like you say, there were some good fights on there, but it was a bit of an anti-climax with the, uh, how the main event played out in the end. Yeah, eventually, yeah. So uh, we might as well get cracking. Main event, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, very disappointing, isn't it? Disappointing. It was an anti-climax, like I say. Been looking forward me... to that for a long while. Oh, no, I was gutted at the time, got to be honest. When I saw the headline, it was uh, Ngannou KO's Kane in 26 seconds. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Then I saw it and I thought, he, he ain't caught him there. His knee's just gone in. It took me a good few times to realise he did catch him on the way in there. And you've got to give him credit. He's just a monster, isn't he, old Frank? You got to give him credit, yeah. They, they, that one shot, little short uppercut landed. That was enough to to drop him, and then it's just unfortunate that his knee went from there. But um, yeah, I mean, it just it it's this yeah, it's not what you want to see, is it? I, there's no. a little there's a little bit of an asterisk there, I think, and there there will be because otherwise potentially Kane would would have been able to scramble. You could you will never know that now. So yeah, big win for Francis. Though. I am pleased for him and. Uh, I almost went in the official pick last week for Francis to get the knockout first round. You did say it. Did you put any money on it? You you were contemplating it, I know. No, nah, I didn't bother. Absolutely no, bottled it. Job. I know, I know. Uh, so I think pick-wise, that was the only one that sort of let us down as a, as a twosome. But um, yeah, I, I, I kind of disagree in that there's an asterisk next to it because the, the uppercut did cause him to buckle and it's the only reason his knee popped is because he buckled and he was sort of out on the way down. Yes, it's unfortunate um, for Kane, but I think he'll actually be back. I think a lot of people are thinking he, that's him done now, but I think he'll be back, to be honest. I reckon he'll uh, he'll wreak his uh, revenge on the heavyweight division. Yeah, I don't, Do know, if the, I don't know if the um, injury did look that bad. Cause he, he got up and he was walking Walked, around all right. Yeah, so 
it can't be too serious. So yeah, he might be back fairly soon. Yeah, hopefully because he you got a feel for the geezer, haven't you? Like cage around his spine or whatever it is, he's got through this camp, and then uh, twenty six seconds later, he's laying on his back with a ref stopping it. I was yeah. gutted, absolutely <laughs> gutted for him. I know, but he'll be back um, against who we don't know yet. Francis again, who do we, who do we go against? I mean, we were saying earlier, all the people around him, rankings wise, are either the champion. Does he deserve that? Do we? Yet yeah, we don't know. Or people he's beat already or lost to already. So uh, around him in the rankings, you've got Derek Lewis, Stipe and Bladesy. Uh, and you've got the champion Daniel Cormier in there. Joe, who is your pick for Big Francis? Yeah, I really don't know at this at this moment in time, to be honest with you. I think uh, in an ideal world, I'd like to see him have a, one more fight before he fights for a title. Just, just that little extra bit of time. But then the only person above him is Stipe. So, do you want to see him fight Stipe again? I don't think Stipe is going to want that. He already dominated him. He wants a title shot, so that's unlikely. Derek Lewis, I think, rematch is probably uh, the the best shout. Because even though you look back and you think, Jesus, that was a that's the shittest fight I've ever seen. I think in the rematch with Francis and Garnu reinvigorated, I, f- I think you'll see something different. Yeah, I think you would as well. I think he'll come in a lot more sort of heavy-handed and sort of blitzing rather than tentative as he was before. But it is a big risk, like you say. <laughs> no one is clamouring to see that fight, but there's only a handful of options up there. I'm not sure if Lewis has a fight or not. I want to say he's got JDS, but I might have made that up. I think JDS would be a good fight for Francis and Garno. Yeah, he, yeah, it would be. He it would be. needs one more fight because I, I want think to see so. him at least a round before he gets back in the title picture. Yeah, or not even a full round. I don't think, I don't <laughs> just go a few minutes. Yeah, because I think he has improved. He, he fights a little bit differently now. He's he's cautious. I think he's, he's cautious, but he, he picks his shots a bit a bit better. And he, uh, like he says, he think he says he's having fun now, which is probably the best uh, path for him. Yeah, nah, it's a tricky one. Um, I personally like to see uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson come back and fight him. What do you make of that one? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you mentioned this before. Oh, well, can't they just do it? Well, Let them yeah. take all the drugs they want. Let them crack on. Obviously, yeah, we all want to see that. So, um, yeah, do that then. I'm happy with that. <laughs> it's, it's, that's probably the least likely of the options given to us. <laughs> but um, I, I can I, if uh, it's JDS or Lewis for me. Not that I want to see him against Lewis particularly, but in terms of rankings and get that loss back, sort of thing. I think. That is the only way to go for him. I mean, he certainly doesn't deserve a title shot just yet for me. Yeah, fair enough. What about the main event? Uh, the co-main event then, rather. Big Paul Felder, the Irish Dragon, getting a nice win over James Vick. Pretty uh, pretty solid victory, I would say. And that really sort of starts to push him up the rankings. Number 10 now. You've got the sort of elite of the elite in that lightweight division above him after that victory. Is he cracked the top 10 now then, is he? Straight in at 10, yeah. Ah, oh, nice one. I, I thought it was a very pre- good performance. Yeah, never... He had he looked a bit in trouble at times, didn't he? But um, yeah. for the most part, dominated uh, Vic, who's, who's top class, really. But um, does get hit, doesn't he? Old Vicky. <laughs> he does get hit, yeah. And uh, it sort of started to expose him a little bit in his last couple of fights with the uh, quality of opposition that he's coming up against now. No, yeah, exactly. Um, 
I've got to say, Felder is slowly becoming one of my favourite personalities in, in the UFC. His post-fight interview, did you manage to catch that? Absolutely nailed it, didn't he? Out of the park. Yeah. Not one sort of uh, an um, like me. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he talks well. He threatened the rest of the division well. Paid homage to his his father and his family well. He was just an all-round top geezer, man. And perfect performance to boot as well. So I, I'm hoping for big things for him this year. Um, with regards to who he fights next, got any ideas? I mean, it's just while it's stacked the division, a lot of people were tied up and a lot of people were waiting for that big fight rather than stepping back and fighting number 10. Yes, I think Kevin Lee, I don't think he's booked up, is he? I don't think he is. I think he, uh, Islam Makachev is sort of touted to fight him, but um, nothing signed or announced just yet. Yeah, so in theory, a win against Paul Felder would be better for Kevin Lee. So maybe he'd fancy that. Gregor Gillespie, maybe that's a decent <clears throat> match to make. Good test for Gillespie. Paul Felder, I yeah. think, will put up more than a more than a good fight in that one. A good shout that one. Or uh, Alex Hernandez, if you really want to sort of uh, kill him off and or even <laughs> test him and push him, give him a good push in the other direction, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because well, that, I mean, that could go either way. Yeah, if if you want to kill him off, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I think if uh, Cowboy weren't such a big name and weren't sort of angling for that big McGregor fight that'd be absolutely ideal yeah, um, that'd be a great fight Cowboy and Felder but I really can't see it happening name wise what do you think of Elia Quinter I know he's quite high up now but um, will he want to step back and fight number 10 but there's not too many options for him uh, Elia Quinter at the top of the chain they were meant to fight at 2-2-3 before Ray Janelle went to fight Khabib in uh, Brooklyn that time that time uh, that time back there um, but I think that's a great fight. Do uh, you think Quinter's going to have some of that? No, I think for Al, I think Dustin Poirier probably makes sense in there. Four and three while the uh, lads above him sort of fanny about and Max comes up. I think you would probably stick him in with Poirier. Yeah, you're probably right, mate. Yeah, at least Felder a bit out in the cold, but the Kevin Lee shout, I do like, I must say. What about, what some other fights we got on here then? Cron Gracie. Bringing the Gracie name back to its former glories. He looked all right, didn't he? Yeah, looked pretty decent. Up against a, um experienced and half-decent, if a bit elaborate for no reason, Alex Caceres. Yeah, the veteran um, yeah. of the UFC. Yeah, it went as as you called it. To Well, we were hardly sticking our necks out, but you were extremely confident in the round one submission and the duly obliged... Julie, talk us Julie, talk us through it. Yeah, pretty standard Gracie Jiu-Jitsu stuff, I would say. The little uh, jab kicks to the leg, getting that range. Landed a couple of decent shots as well in there, actually. But then, yeah, duck under the big sort of swinging hook, get the clinch, work from there. And then, yeah, the takedown was quite good, I thought. I think uh, Dominic Cruz broke it down quite well, actually, during the fight. Sort of talked you through it quite nicely because... That's, that's new to most people as well. It's not something uh, you do that often. So, yeah, pretty impressive performance, to be expected. Not too much of a fight put up by um, Caceres. And I heard Bisbing's podcast this week, actually, and he sort of, he summed it up, really. If, you, if you're going a fight, uh, fighting someone who's just looking to take you down and grapple with you, then for Caceres, you don't really want to be bouncing around on your toes, throwing kicks, playing it all loosey-goosey, really. So... No. Pretty much served up to Cron on a plate, and he, uh, yeah, he ate it all up. <laughs> Bring your dinner. I like him though. He, um, 
got a bit of a swagger at the end there. I yeah, think... not not the first four words that came out of his mouth or whatever it was. What was he said? What what's what, your fucking next? No, whoop, there it is. That was the first thing that he. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, said, yeah. yeah. I like that. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what was wrong with that? Horses for courses, I suppose. What, what didn't you like about that? Well, it's a bit corny, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was alright. I thought he said it with a bit of, uh, I don't know, a bit of coolness about him. A bit of attitude. Attitude, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I thought he come across quite well in the post-fight. 30 years old, so he's not got many miles on his clock MMA-wise, so he could go far. He's got a big future. What, who you give him next? I don't know. It's like, do you give him someone at the same level as Caceres? What's the point? <clears throat> but you can build his name up that way. You don't want to feed him to the Lions too early. I mean, if you look at the top fifteen, all of them are difficult. Yeah, I think you've got. To, I think you do have to throw him to people on Caceres's level, and I think you build him up and you get like four or five submission victories in a row. Then you're throwing him, throwing him in against uh, whoever's in, you know, there in that yeah. division at the time. He's gonna. If Max is still there, he'll have trouble, but. Maybe Brian Ortega or someone, or um, Mariah's, they're up there. So, I think, yeah, you build him up and then you make that big fight later down the line to really test as well some of the, the, the top-notch top, top notch fighters that he will do um, with his current level. Yeah, I mean, you've got to remember, he's 5-0 and oh now. That's it's early days, isn't it? You don't, God knows what his strike is. I think it's all right from what I saw, but, yeah, you don't want to feed him and just kill off that hype train too early. I mean, two people were talking about Ryan Hall versus Cron Gracie. I, I don't know about that personally. I think that could be a bit of a uh, bit of a washout. Would you, you reckon? Uh, in whose favour? A, a washout, as in a bit of a drab fight. I think um, it pr- probably end up being some kind of uh, poor stand-up contest. They sort of cancel each other out and end up on the feet, and then got Gracie and Ryan Hall fighting on the feet. Yeah, yeah, it probably would 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 end up that way. And I don't know if Ryan Hall's maybe got a little bit more about him in terms of um, more experience and with his stand-up. I don't know. Unless yeah. unless, unless Kron can bang. Well, hopefully he can. Hopefully he can. But I think that one would be uh, one for down the line, I reckon, rather than uh, next up for Kron. Um I can't give you any names because I don't really know too many that are sort of out of that top 20, top 25. Um, but certainly give him someone, like you say, of Caceres' level rather than that top 15 just yet. Yes, I agree. Top man. Vicente Luque, what are you doing with him next? That was a bit of a uh, bit of a whiz-banger, wasn't it? <laughs> that was a rascal one, that, wasn't it? Just pure elbows and no movement. Oh, the elbows were making me shudder in my chair when I was watching but, them. But, like, I've never seen so many in <laughs> one uh, fight, and they were both throwing them. It's yeah. like... And it was in, in the in the contract of the agreement at the bout, you must throw this elbow. But uh, yeah, Barbarina just oh, we said it, didn't we, last week? His toughness is going to sort of draw this into a bit of a brawl. That's exactly what happened. Um, I'm surprised he got caught at the end there, to be honest, because he was eating it all up, up all night. Yeah, I felt a bit gutted for him because I thought he messed it up slightly. Just just those last sort of 15, 20 seconds, even though he's putting on a show and he wants that that fiddy G's. I think yeah. he uh, did himself a slight disservice by uh, marching forward as much as he did right at the end there. Well, I thought he was winning. I thought, I thought he was he, winning. I didn't I win thought him. He won the uh, second and third round, I think. Yeah, I definitely had him two to one on that, and 
Ah, lost it right at the end there. But uh, Luke, uh, quality. Just never say dying and got him in them two big old knees to the Swede. Who would you give him? Uh, I think he called out Neil Magny. Neil Magny's coming off a bit of a loss, so um, but he's, he's, he's ranked, so that makes sense for me. Yeah, Luke, Neil, Magny. Neil Magny would be decent. Then... I was going to say Leon Edwards actually, but he'll probably if he gets if he gets a decent win, he might move further on. Yeah, he's probably a little bit further up, isn't he? Yeah, maybe if Jorge Masvidal loses, he might fight Luke. Yeah, maybe potential that one. But yeah, Magni <laughs> Magni probably makes sense. Yeah, that Barbarina. I just want them both to perhaps take a bit of time off. A little bit, a little bit of time off. Would... Barbarina, probably the best body in MMA. Got to say. Best body, best chin, good hair. Barnet, you wanted to talk about his Barnet, didn't you? You were uh, very impressed by it. Well, we had my, my uh, favourite Barnet last week, was it? With uh, Ricky Simon. Simon, yeah. So this is, I think this might be number two. Not not, uh, not quite on Simon's. Simon over him, would you? No, Simon yeah. Then. Not quite on Simon's level, in my opinion. I, I've got a soft spot for the mullet, but <laughs> this one was definitely up there. You're quite a Barnet connoisseur, though, aren't you? So... Tough, tough crowd you are for old haircuts. It's the modern day man, isn't it? <laughs> Shall we move on to uh, not your best uh, haircut, but your favourite nickname, Andre Touchy Feely? Andre Touchy Feely, great nickname that is. He got a, uh, a decision win over who was it, Miles Jury? Yeah, look good, I thought. Deserved the win. He's on the cusp, isn't he? He's always on the cusp. Yeah, this was a good fight. Miles Jury looked looked half decent as well, um, but yeah, Andre Feely is. Like you say, maybe gets the better of these, this level of fighter, indecisions, yeah. indecisions mainly, um, but he's had a, he's had a couple of chances, a little bit further up the ladder, and comes out on the sort of the other side of those decisions more often than not. Yeah, I mean he, he got a bit robbed last time by Michael Johnson, I felt so um, he was due a win by decisions, and and he got it. Who, who he gets next? I've got with uh, Darren Elkins. I think it's probably the sort of level he needs to be aiming at, featherweight. Upper upper echelons a bit out of his reach at the minute. Elkins recently lost, so I think it should be a good stepping stone and a, a test for Andre Feely to make that next step up. Yeah, I like that shirt actually. I'll give you that one. The damage. We'll go with the damage then. All right then. So anything else you want to cover on there? I think uh, Aljamain Sterling got a nice win actually. He looked good. Yeah, he was the only one I saw uh, live that fight. So yeah, he looked good. Never got Gam Rivera. Bit disappointed in him, to be honest. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? He's got so much potential. But I'm pleased for Aljamain Sterling. I was speaking to someone at work, big MMA fan. He said that Longo Weidman Sarah Camp is slowly becoming his favourite camp. There's just so many legends in there. Yeah, there is. There is. And yeah, Sterling's the sort of latest one off the rank, really. He's moved yeah. up to number five in the ranking, so he's right up there now. Now, we've got Pedro Munoz and Cody Garbrandt next week. For me, that's a bit of a no-brainer, winning them fight each other. Mariah's ain't going to fight anyone but a champion now. TJ's going off doing whatever he's doing. This seems to be the logical step for Sterling, beat Munoz or Garbrandt, and then the winner of that will fight for the title. What do you reckon? Yeah, I like that shirt as well. I like that. I think you could throw Asun Sao in there maybe next, but I don't don't know if they want to make that match up, particularly star-wise. It might be a little bit grappling heavy so um, yeah I like your shout there as well thank you very much anything more on this uh, Phoenix card you wanted to cover anything tickle your fancy 
No, that will be it. Well, what did you think about Dominic Cruz, actually? I see him get a bit of stick, but I um, I don't think it was too bad. I thought he had some up and down moments. Uh, I, I thought at the end of the main event, he sort of almost didn't know what he was talking about. He sort of just got lost in amongst the sort of chaos. He was like, that was a great fight. <laughs> but, and it's still going on. And <laughs> he just sort of like lost himself a bit and... He's brilliant at breaking things down, don't get me wrong, but I think in terms of the, the commentary desk, particularly when there's only two of them, he's, he's not as exciting as uh, some of the others they've got on the, on the books. He's all right on the three, but uh, with the two, he sort of gets found out a bit, I think. That'll make you right, yeah. You liked him then, did you? No, I, I thought he was okay, yeah. I thought, um, yeah. I thought he got... I saw him get a fair amount of stick for this one, and I, uh, yeah, I just didn't think it was that bad. To be honest. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. He weren't like terrible or anything, but I think there are better ones in the commentary box, aren't there? But b- people are trolling on Twitter and all that. They're just all mugs. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to the mugs, Joe. Oh, I'll, I'll stay away from them. Then. Stay away from the mugs, everybody. <laughs> all right. Aside then. From that, aside from that, uh, nothing. I don't know if anything happened. No fight announcements or anything. I was expecting some big announcements on there. Nothing happened at all. We got any fight news this week? Nothing too much going on. So uh, we nailed a prediction at the weekend. It's not sticking our neck out, but uh, Kelvin Gastelum, Israel Adesanya, interim title. Yes. When was it? Two, three, six, I think it is. So uh, what do you make of that? I, I personally think it's a good use of an interim title. Whitaker don't want to rush him back. He's obviously had a bit of a hellacious couple of weeks. So uh, let these two fight out for the honour to fight the Reaper later down the line. What do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Especially because they've made it so soon. If you're going to uh, wait around for, for months and then make it, then no point. But, yeah, make it now and yep. get it out of the way. And, yeah, work it straight back in. So, no problem. It was your early sort of little pick on that. I'll, I'll let you change closer to the time, but it was your early instinct. Possibly Gastelum at the moment. I agree, agree with you on that one. Uh, I think he, he could knock out Adesanya or wrestle fuck him. What do you reckon? A bit too streetwise, I think, for Adesanya at this stage in his career. I mean, yeah. we, we know he's he's fought a lot of kickboxing and he's he's got a lot of fights under his belt, Adesanya. But at this top level, uh, I fancy Gastelum to have a bit bit too much about him, a bit too crafty. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, a lot of people were picking Gastelum over uh, Whitaker, so it seemed logical to pick him over Adesanya. I think he he he's going in opening up as a slight favourite, Gastelum. So uh, yeah, it's a good one though. Should be a good fight. Looking forward to that one. What do you make of um, interim titles, what they should look like, Joe? Do you reckon they're going to bring in the uh, new belt? Yeah, good question, actually, because these designs they've got now on their main belts, they seem quite specific to the main belt with the little sort of gemstones you get in there as well every time you defend it. It would be a little bit of a waste to make one of those for an interim champ. Exactly, yeah, and I don't know, it's a, it's a very interesting sort of scenario, I, I personally think they should be like silver or, or something, something yeah. that shows it's an interim belt. I hadn't actually thought of it, but that's a good shout actually, I think, make it a little bit different, yeah, spice it up. Yeah, exactly, spice, <laughs> spice up them interim belts, lads. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nah, fight news, apart from that, GSP tomorrow has apparently got a press conference where he's supposedly going to announce his retirement. Personally, 
you fought once in the last five years or whatever. It doesn't feel like a retirement. It feels like you're retired already sort of thing. Are you bothered or? No, I ain't bothered really. <laughs> no. Nah, I, I, I don't see the need to uh, call a press conference unless it is something else. Um, apparently he's talks with Khabib broke down and that's why he's retiring. Uh, Khabib has fired back saying don't retire yet and uh, we'll do this in November. So he may well be retiring tomorrow, but uh, how many times have we seen people U-turn on that and just come back and fight one more time? Yeah, it'd be funny if they uh, actually announced that fight tomorrow at the press conference. That'd be uh, a nice little turnaround. Yeah, a little curveball thrown yeah. in. Sparsing uh, it up. They, they know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's going to retire, I think. Good career. Got to be said. De- yeah, definitely a good career. Yeah. Not bad, was it? Um, bad. He's probably the only sort of one in the GOAT discussion who hasn't failed a drugs test. So yeah, that's always good, yeah. I think. But yeah, fair play to him. Yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't worry about it too much. Not going to lose much sleep. Why, over him retiring? Yeah, yeah. No, he'd only come back and take someone else's belt and leave that division in the lurch. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah he brings in the Benjamins when he does, doesn't he? So. <laughs> hey, of course he does. <laughs> anyway, we got a uh, UFC Prague this weekend. Back in the uh, lands of the uh, Europe. The Europe. The Europe. <laughs> <laughs> got old Sol Campbell there. Sol Campbell style. So we've got in the main event, the Blaukowicz versus the Santos. <laughs> I think this is quite an intriguing main event. Yeah, it? I think it's a good one, actually. Yeah, I do like it. You... Uh, I think... Jan Blaukowicz, who's 11 to 10 here. Thiago Santos, 4 to 6, who's on a bit of a tear at the minute. I think Blaukowicz has uh, got it in him to sort of just shut him down here, get into the later rounds and win a decision. He's slowly but surely sort of racking up big wins against big, higher-level sort of uh, fighters, old Jan, and uh, I think he might do it again. And I think it could be a bit boring in the last stages of the fight after Santos has lost a bit of uh, power in his punches. And I think he'll grind out a decision, him. What say you? Well, well, I don't think I expected you to pick that one, but I think I think you got a decent shot. He went he went the full full distance with Manoa, and yeah, uh, and dominated. Just just as just as big a banger as uh, Santos is. Well, yeah. almost almost anyway, but judging by their their fight, yeah. So definitely definitely got a chance. I think I'm favouring Santos. I think he's just on a well, Blakovic is, is as well. Is Santos is on a roll. I think he's feeling good at the moment. Moved up in weight. I think everything's going right for him. I don't know. You kind of twisted my arm a little bit there, Matthew. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Santos. Go with your gut. Yeah, gonna stick with it, and I, I reckon it'll uh, it'll just go all out and uh, get the KO. What round? Two. Round two. All right. Feeling out process in round one and then uh, lets it all go in the second round. I like it. Well, not I... e- not even feeling out, I don't think. I think it'll, it'll go yeah, yeah. yeah, go for it and then Blakovic will is good enough to hang around and I think he'll just get caught. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. I, I hope what uh, you are suggesting is going to happen does happen. I prefer Santos to win. He's a more exciting fighter. And I, if you ask me now, who would... Because the winner of this is probably like to fight Jones, unbelievably if he gets past Smith. If you said to me, would you rather Jan Blaukowicz fought John Jones or Thiago Santos fought John Jones, 
both would be massive underdogs, but I'd much rather see Santos get in there and just go swinging and try and land something. Agreed, agreed. But yeah, such is the state of that division currently, that um, this is probably a contender match. All right, so what did you have? You had Blackovich decision? Yep, I've got here Jan Deck. Get that down. Nice. Co-main, what about that? Stefan Struve, Marcus Rogerio, De Lima. De Lima was at light heavyweight, come back to heavyweight, couldn't make the weight down there. Struve lost his last three. couple of uh, decisions and the TKO in there. Hasn't won since 2016. Not sure what you think about this one. Not too much hype. Not overly fussed. I think Struve's due a win. Uh, I've, I've gone here round three sub. I think he's going to roll back some of the years, get a, get a little sub in there. But I don't really know. What are the odds? What are the odds? Just for the winners. Rogerio de Lima is uh, 8 to 11, Fav and Struve at evens. They're pretty close. Yeah. Oh, even even pick for Struve ain't too bad. I think I'm going to go with de Lima. Yeah? Yeah, I think he's, he's tasted victory a little bit more recently, so I'll have a bit of that, I think. Yeah, I remember Struve's last fight. I, can't, I don't know who it was, but he just looked like he weren't really on it at all. I think it is just all given up. So um, I'm not changing my pick, but I think you might be onto something there with the Lima. Yeah, eight to eleven, not a bad price either. So I will take that. What else? What other ones do you want to have a look at? Well, Jean Valente against uh, Oliakesichuk. Say that again. Something like that. I can't. I'm not saying it again. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I haven't got the odds here for that one. Uh, who do you reckon is going to win that? It's a difficult one to pick this uh, card, isn't it? There's a lot of. Uh, I know. Unknown quantities. Valanti's up and down as well. He beat Ed Herman last time. Lost to Sam Alvey before that. Beat uh, that Francis Barbaroso before that. Lost to Patrick Cummins before that. All split decision uh, uh, fights. Even the one, like win or lose, they're all split decision. And then uh, the other bloke, Michael, I'll call him. He beat. Uh, he, yeah, he beat. He beat Kilil Roundtree last time. He fought, uh, fought via decision. Did he now? Yeah, but he got overturned because he got he got tested positive for a banned substance. Oh, for God's sake! That was his debut in the UFC uh, end of 2017. <laughs> so yeah, I'm probably going to go with him because he he's probably on it again. So I'm going to I'm going to pick Michael. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Michael as well. Decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've you've sold me on the old drugs front. Like it. Liz Carmouche is on there as well. Like a bit of Liz Carmouche. Carmouche, yeah. Legend fought uh, in the first women's title fight, nearly won it when, uh, against Rousey back in the day. Can't believe she's still going, to be fair. Who's she fighting? Lucy Pudelova. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Carmouche, uh, decision. Yeah. On that one. I'm going Carmouche as well. I like that one. This one, I don't know why. Well, I'm not sure if this is where it's going to end up on the card. It was just the, the card that I was looking at the other day. Massive fight, exciting fight. John Dodson, Peter Yan, way down the card, as I say, so I'm not sure where that's going to go, but cracking thought, fight I, here. Ex- that's got to be co-main, isn't it? Well, I would have thought so, so perhaps perhaps it wasn't just updated. But yeah, sorry, interrupted there, Gordon. No problem. Big fan of Peter Yan. I think uh, he's got a lot going for him. I believe he last fought when I was in Thailand at a ter- terribly early time in the morning watching it in a pub, so... That, was he on that, was he? Pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, he was. He beat up the geezer who had a uh, a mullet. Didn't he have a mullet going on? Well, I think, I'm not sure. I can't, I can't remember the mullet. I'll tell you, you know, you remember the mullets. I think, in fact, it was a mohawk 
mullet hybrids, so a bit of Barbarina and a bit of Simone. Uh, yeah. Well, it was a mohawk, wasn't it? Yeah, so. So, yeah. yeah uh, I digress. Big fan of Peter Yan. So, John Dodson is a tough opponent, if only because he's he doesn't really engage. He just runs away and just sticks you every now and then. So, difficult to get a, a decision win over him because it always goes decision. But I expect Peter Yan to buck that trend, actually, this week. So, what are you saying? Win by decision? No, no. I'm saying stop. I'm saying stop him. Peter Yan, stoppage, third round. Oh, I know. I, I could. I love a bit of Peter Yan. He's like a sort of just a whirlwind, and he's like a Tasmanian devil, just all over him. Uh, he's going to need that for John Dodson, like you say. He's quite elusive and doesn't really engage too much like he did in the old days. Um, I think Yan at four to eleven here. Dodson fifteen to eight. Said bookies think the same. I think Yan's just a bit too much pressure and with a clear decision. Yeah, I think you're right, and I don't think fifteen to eight. Is enough to tempt me on Dodson either, so that's got to be Pity Yan all day, 4 or 11. Nah, back in the day when he was at Fev- uh, flyweight, Dodson, you'd always back him to sort of get proper knockout power there, but up at bantamweight, he's a little bit older. Like you say, it's a bit too skinny, that price for me. Definitely. What else we got on there? We've got uh, Chrissy Fishgold. He's on this card, on the prelims. Yep. Up against the older Taymor brother, Daniel Taymor. Looking forward to this one. Definitely. Big opportunity for Chris. Yeah, uh, my memory serves me right. He lost his debut in the UFC. Correct. Calvin Qatar, tough fight. Yeah, tough opener for him uh, in his debut. I think this is a massive fight for him. Uh, I do think he gets it done. Um, he's 4-11, to 11, the favourite. I think Bishgold's going to get one of his patented... Guillotines in round two. I'm going to be very specific with my pick here, Joe. Nice, nice. I agree. I think Fish is going to get it done. Taymor lost his last two. He's only two fights in the UFC. I think Fish, I think he's probably in there owing to his brother's name slightly. Complete guess there. That's a bit disrespectful to say, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. So for Fish Gold, I think he's uh, got too much quality. Will have learnt a lot in his, his that first fight. So I'm backing Fishy as well. What price did you say for the win? Uh, four to eleven. Uh, for some reason, I haven't caught Tamer's price here, but I imagine he's fifteen to eight. Judging by the Dodson and Yan are the same prices there. Yeah, you would think four so. to eleven. Good bet, I think. I, I'd back the submission victory definitely. You heard it here first. I like it. Any more on that card, Joe? There's a well, there's another Michael on there. Michael Plasheres. He's fighting Ish- Ishmael Nordliev. Uh, I've seen Plasheres a couple of times. Decent fighter actually. He's won his last eight since losing to uh, Kevin Lee. Lots of submissions mixed in there with some decisions. So, what all eight fight up against um, Nerdiev, 17-2 on his UFC debut. Loads of knockouts and DKOs in his uh, regional um, circuit where he's been fighting. So, could be an interesting fight. I would imagine they think this bloke has got something about him. Good record. As I say, impressive fighting style. So, this one should be a good fight, I think. Uh, are we going to make picks on this one? I don't think we need to make a pick. I don't think we know enough, if we're being honest. <laughs> okay. But it, it, I, I think, right. think it will be a good fight, so one to look out for. Are you saying that's the pick for fight alone, right? Let's have a look. What else have we got in there? No. I think main event or Peter Yan will take fight of the night. No, fair play. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm hoping it's at a reasonable hour. Should be. Yeah, I'll check, Jeff. Yeah, I can't imagine them putting this to American time for a card like this. I think they'll let us crack on here in Europe. They'll let us have this one, won't they? Yeah, yeah, you're going to have that one. <laughs> oh, I can't pronounce any name. 
But uh, no, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, should be a decent card. Just to whet the appetite for the next week's really. Two, three, five. It should be a belter. I see a little appetizer for us, just to keep, I, just, just to keep us going. I, I am looking forward to it. I've got to say, next week's uh, yeah. that's a watch the whole card from start to finish job for me. I normally sack off the fight pass prelims. Uh, I'll be I'll be in tune from minute one. Yeah, like you were for that bloody one in Thailand. The Thailand one, yeah. Sometimes you just got to make those sacrifices, haven't you? Yeah, it's a commitment to the calls, Jelf. That's it. Anything else? Anything else you wanted to cover? No, I'm all good for me. Thank you very much. Sweet. We might as well call this one. Wrap this one up. Yeah, let's do it, man. I all forgot right. to do my uh, GSP impression. Ah, go on in. Yeah, throw it in there. Dan RD, I am not afraid of you. <laughs> ah, yes. Love that. <laughs> that was good as well. That was good. I think it's because I've got a cold. My nose is gone. Yeah, it's helping. Oh, but yeah, classic. on that note. I like that. All right then, mate. Well, I'll speak to you at the weekend. <laughs> this is uh, ending a phone call, not a <laughs> podcast. Eh? Yeah. You want to tell them uh, where... Uh, where they can find us yeah thanks for listening everyone let us know what you think you can uh, find us on Twitter Instagram Split Decision UK you can find us all over the place Spotify iTunes SoundCloud if you can leave us a little review on iTunes that'll go down great or even just a five stars might as well while you're there so uh, yeah thanks very much for listening I uh, hope you enjoy the fights this weekend and we'll, uh, we'll join you to review those on Sunday see you later lads and ladies have a good one